All right, 4 o'clock hour here. It's going to be a loaded potato this hour. Uh, let me give you the stock market report real quick to start it off. Just close. Sponsored by Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE, 1-800-747-3733. Dow Jones down 431 points today. Ugly day for the Dow. S&P 500 down 57 points. And the NASDAQ down 214 points. So lower days on Wall Street today. Get them back tomorrow. Uh, we'll get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. We'll do a little cat talk. We'll do 15 minutes of heat. And then Rob Pizzola is going to join us. I do want to tell everybody, because we were talking, I can't remember if it was the 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock hour about Mark Light Shakes, because Miami baseball starts tomorrow. And I was saying you can order the Mark Light Shakes at your seat. You don't have to miss innings anymore. Uh, follow Canes Baseball on Instagram. Someone DM'd it to me. Follow Canes Baseball on Instagram. And it says, to order Mark Light Shakes online this season, stay in your seat, cheer on the Canes, order at marklightshake.square.site. Enjoy the game and wait approximately 10 minutes. Your order is available for pickup behind home plate in the concourse. So you can get all the deets on uh, Canes Baseball's Instagram page. So there you go. Uh, let's start with cat talk. Give me a little uh, cat talk music here, Solana. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part. Part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. We are going to talk a little Panthers with Rob Pizzola in the next segment, but I will tell you uh, tonight, Washington, they're in Nashville Saturday. That's a 2 p.m. puck drop. And then they're back home Monday hosting the Ducks. That is President's Day. It's a 1 p.m. puck drop. One o'clock afternoon Panthers hockey this coming Monday. You'll hear it on this radio station. And also the Panthers, Panthers Care had tweeted out this morning. They're hosting a book drive um, on Monday to benefit Broward schools and, uh, and another charity. It's Monday, 11 a.m. till 1 p.m. before the Cats take on Anaheim. Bring a new or gently used book for all ages. You can get all the details at floridapanthers.com slash drives. floridapanthers.com slash drives. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. All right, let's get headlines here with Alejandro Solana. They're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. You mentioned the Panthers there again tonight, 7 p.m. Yesterday, the Heat did lose final game of their regular season prior to the All-Star break. So, wow, that was wordy. <laughs> kind of got stuck in final the Final game there, huh? of their regular season before the All-Star break. <laughs> Got caught up in the air there, but uh, they're off it. until next Friday when they play the Bucks. And then we talked about it, Tyler Hero in the three-point shooting contest. That is Saturday night, and then on Sunday, Bam Adebayo will play in the NBA All-Star game. Yeah, very cool. Um, no, we're going to talk about it, but Kevin Love 
He's been linked to the Miami Heat as a possible option if he does indeed get bought out by the Cleveland Cavaliers. All right. That's why you heard, uh, who's that, Psychedelic Furs Ah, starting off the hour? That was Psychedelic Furs. Yeah, that's why you heard that and all the other songs with love in the title today. Solana's trying to will it into existence. See another report here that the Bulls could potentially waive Goran Dragic. I had told you about that earlier because I don't know if they're still in play for Russell Westbrook, but they may end up going in a different direction for some guard depth. Listen, you're telling me Goran Dragic and Kevin Love, you bring those two guys back. Tell me that's not a fun way to end the season, Hawk. You tell I'm me. in. You, you got me. Listen, bring Goran back. That would be my number one. That over Westbrook, Kevin Love, Serge Ibaka. I, I love Goran in a Heat jersey, and, and I think I appreciate him more now that he's been gone. It's Kyle Lowry took his number, man. I don't know how I feel I'm, about uh, that anymore. I'm watching the Genesis now. So uh, Tiger birdied one and parred two and three. He's one uh, one under after three holes. That's not bad. Listen, uh, he may peter out. You may only see him today and tomorrow. I would love to see him on the weekend. I would love to see him make the cut, but uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. I like I love. I wouldn't be watching this Genesis right now. I mean, I just I wouldn't. But because Tiger's in it, I'm watching. Did you see what it, the odds were for him to win the tournament? I'm sure Rob Pozzola knows, but I think I saw it yesterday at like plus 1,100 or or even even farther odds, like just maybe 11,000. Could that be possible? Like I saw a huge nah, probably, number. Probably because a lot of people will bet him just for fun. I wouldn't, but I, I wouldn't. I, I, just wouldn't. I could be I talked I, into I don't. Th- I don't think he makes the cut, but we're three holes in. Come on, Tiger. If he makes the cut, Brenda, we're, we're betting him. Our, I'm going to be in Aruba. They got a sports book there. I'll bet him. Um, our friend John Ruth at the uh, UM Sports Hall of Fame, he says, also at Canes Baseball, you can now buy beer at the stand manned by ABC bartending schools, and a portion of the proceeds benefit the UM Sports Hall of Fame. So there you go. Somebody told us to give some love to FAU Hawk in the last segment, so yeah. I will. Uh, they're not; they're still, you know, pretty great right now in terms of their record. Um, they're twenty-four and two, but they lost to UAB last week, so it was their first loss since their second game of the season back in November. But tonight, the twenty-fifth ranked FAU Owls host or are on on the road at Middle Tennessee at seven p.m. All right, very cool. Um, that's pretty much it, Hawk, for headlines. There's not much else going on. Um, All right, let's do uh, let's do 15 minutes of heat. You want to do a quick little 15 minutes of heat before we get to Rob Bizzola? Yeah, I'm down. Do you want the uh, like the dry open? How do you how do you want? Sure, me to play I always like when you throw this on with no music behind it. Sure. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and make some noise. For 15 minutes of he. Why do we do that with no music? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's Mike B talking to me, and I'm alone at at Miami Dade Arena. It's just it totally it alone. 
kind of creepier, doesn't it? KD's being officially introduced as a Phoenix Sun right now. I was watching some of this. This is pretty fascinating. So is that on ESPN? Are they showing it? ESPN2, it's live right now from Phoenix. ESPN2. Change my remote control here. I was watching it because they've uh, they've invited the fans for his introductory press conference. They've got T-shirts on every chair in the arena for tonight's game, and it spells out desert. But the three and the five are the E and the S. It looked terrible to me, but I, I you know, obviously they're very excited. And uh, so, yeah, all right, I'm watching it now. Yeah, he's the- doing his introductory press conference because I saw, I think it was Nick Friedel from uh, ESPN tweeted out, I've never seen an introductory press conference with cheerleaders, music, and fans in attendance. What, does he not remember uh, the That wasn't three? an introductory press conference, well, though, was it? That I- was just a party. No, I mean, Jose Pañeda interviewed Chris Bosh on the stage and got him to talk in Spanish. We got LeBron on the stage as well with D-Wade talking about not not one, not two. two. I mean, maybe it wasn't officially an introductory press conference, but, I mean, listen, you had lights, you had a stage, you had cocaine. It was basically an introductory press conference. (laughs) What? What happened there? I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just assuming. I'm assuming. Allegedly. All right. I don't think there was. How dare you? Somebody texts in, Dragic, Ibaka, Kevin Love. <laughs> we have a great team 10 years ago. <laughs> but I don't think that. I, I, I don't. I, again, we're just bandying about names here. I don't know who the, the Heat is or isn't officially in the market for. Kevin Love seems like a legit possibility to me because he does check a couple of the boxes that we've talked about. He wants out of Cleveland. It is interesting, though, because Solana pointed it out. You know, Cleveland is a playoff team, and he would be going backwards. And he's, he's listen, he's entrenched in Cleveland. He's been there a long time now. He would be going to, I mean, are we calling the Heat a bubble team? Fringe bubble team. Yeah. I mean, he'd be leaving the... The Cavs, where are they? Are they the five seed right now? I haven't looked at No, the they're the four seed. They jumped. They're the four seed. Yeah, they jumped the Brooklyn Nets. But they, they just have There's so many interesting they have so many forwards, like Jared Allen plays center for them. Yeah, they, he doesn't get he doesn't get his minutes. He just doesn't no. I mean, they have a lot of young players who are better for them right now. I'll give you a little uh info on the uh all star festivities. Um because the NBA, I mean, they they trot out everyone right we were at the nhl all-star game and they had um one of the guys from white lotus was there mike white was in our suite from, <laughs> not from white lotus he's the the writer on, on white lotus the guy's name is mike white mike white from the jets was in our suite inexplicably but in our suite was such a great headline i saw today Vin Diesel will perform the introductions at the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. Vin Diesel, ladies and gentlemen. They write, uh, the NBA likes to find ways for people outside the world of basketball to get involved in its All-Star festivities. The obvious way is for folks to participate in the celebrity game on Friday. But over the years, the league has made the entire weekend into a larger and larger event with some of the biggest names in the world of entertainment playing prominent roles. So the NBA has announced, you ready for this? Ben Affleck will do the celebrity game intros. Does that do anything for you? 
Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck will do the celebrity game intros. Dressed as Batman? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that would be funny. Why what like what does Ben Affleck have to do? Like I don't imagine him as an MC. Well, what does Vin Diesel have to do with no, it? No, but I mean Vin Diesel, he's wearing the cutoff. He's got the the big gold chain with the cross on it, and he just talks about family with a corona in his hand. And I feel like you could sell that, but like you've got to have ben some. Ben like comes out with the Dunkin' coffee, right? A cigarette, like big, big Boston <laughs> accent. He's just like he he doesn't really want to be there, but doesn't he want to be there? J Lo signed him up for this. <laughs> I mean, I know you don't like Will Ferrell, but he's done some introductions uh, mm-hmm. in L.A. games before, and. Like, you either hate him or you love him, but at least... It's just such a look-at-me Louie with that stuff, man. Will Ferrell is the ultimate look-at-me Louie. But at least he's got, like, some MC in him. You well, know what I mean? What does Ben uh, Affleck have? He doesn't have any MC in him. Well, maybe wait and see the celebrity game. I mean, he, didn't get the, uh, he didn't get the All-Star game. He didn't get the game. He didn't get the, the All-Star Saturday night. He got the celebrity game. Very few people watch that. Um, now, Sunday, the game, Jewel will sing the U.S. National Anthem, and Jolly Black will sing the Canadian National Anthem. You know who uh, Jolly Black is? No idea. Well, she's singing the Canadian National Anthem. Ask Rob Pozzola. I will. She's an R&B artist, obviously from Canada. Introducing the players at the All-Star Game on Sunday is Vin Diesel. And performing pregame, they'll have the draft, and then they're going to have a little pregame concert as the teams get ready. The pregame concert is Post Malone. The halftime performer is Burna Boy. Who's that? A rapper. Well, I yeah, I gathered. That's a good lineup there. Posty, Burna Boy. That's a solid lineup. And right, I like well, – there you go. Remember The Rock last year at the Super Bowl? Hawk, when he yes. came out and he yes. introduced the two teams? Yeah. It was cutesy, but there like there was something there, I think. Yeah, I think it, was, it, was, it was good. He, he, he did that very well. Yeah, I think Vin Diesel, like he'll be in character. But he'll, Vin Diesel's not The Rock, though. Like, do people like Vin Diesel? I mean, nobody likes Fast and Furious anymore, but it's still going to sell out. Isn't Vin Diesel kind of a goof? No. No. He's he's Toretto. He's Toretto, of course. All right. You say so. I loved him in Boiler Room. He was an excellent in Boiler Room. All right, there you go. 15 minutes to eat. We'll talk with Rob Pizzola. Get some picks in the uh, in the next segment. You have weather real quick? Yeah, from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE. Visit their website, youraccidentattorneys.com. Partly cloudy right now, around 78 degrees. Tonight, the lows will be in the 60s. That is your weather. Somebody says DJ Khaled should just say another one after every basket. How do you how do you think about that? Genius. That's pretty genius. Uh, make Cheetah Pompano Beach and Cheetah Allendale Beach your free lunch hotspots. Why pay for lunch with an unpleasant view when you can enjoy a gourmet lunch menu for free every day, 1130 until 3? And it's not your typical free lunch. This is a full-on kitchen with chefs. On the menu, you can get wings, salads, sandwiches, not to mention their daily specials. You can grab your buddies after work. Head on over to Cheetah Pompano Beach or Cheetah Hallandale Beach 
Let them take care of you for the best happy hour and entertainment in South Florida. A lot of great stuff coming up at the Cheetah, February 25th. The Broner-Williams fight card. You can watch that. Cheetah Hallandale, Cheetah Pompano, February 26th. The uh, Paul Fury fight, which, you know, I don't know how the fight will be, but it'll certainly be an event. That's Sunday afternoon on the 26th, and you can watch that at the Cheetah Clubs. If you want details on what's going on at Cheetah Hallandale, just check out CheetahHallandale.com. And if you want details on what's going on at Cheetah Pompano or Palm Beach, just check out CheetahSOFL.com. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I want you to vet my ashes on red at Planet Hollywood at the roulette table. Hawk and Crowder. All right, that song can mean only one thing. Rob Pizzola is going to join us here. Rob Pizzola is a professional sports gambler from the great nation of Canada. And you can follow him on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. He comes to us courtesy of BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds at dozens of sports books and automatically shows you where to bet so you can get the best odds and save money. So you can download the BetStamp app today. And Rob, I always tell you, has the Hammer Betting Network as well. If you're interested in sports gambling, you should be following them on Twitter at TheHammerHQ, or you could visit the website, TheHammer.Bet. Hello, Rob. Hello, Mark. I see you're wearing a uh, Toronto shirt. Uh, what a uh, little hoodie there. Is that... Uh, Maple Leafs, Blue it's Jays. A, it's a Toronto Maple Leafs. I, I can't even believe you're asking me that question. With the, the I do see the Maple Leaf, Leaf up there. Yeah. I just uh, didn't know if they put that on every Toronto <laughs> team or not. I didn't know if that was something that was required. It is not. And I still can't get over. I mean, obviously, this team's been around for a long time. They've changed their name several times. It used to be the Toronto Arenas, Toronto St. Pat's. Uh, but I don't know how Maple Leafs started. Like, obviously, the plural of leaf is leaves. Right. Seems like someone just made a mistake and they rolled with it for, like, the next 75 years and no one has bothered to do anything about it. And so do you say, like, to your friends, hey, the Leafs are playing tonight? Or do you say the leaves are playing tonight? So I I say the Leafs, but I'll often say the leaves just as a joke amongst friends. But, yeah, they're the Leafs. Go Leafs, go. Anyway, Rob Rob Pizzola is with us. So on this show, officially for the Super Bowl, he went three and three. But he actually did a little better than that. So I want to bring everybody up to speed. And Crowder and I talked about it earlier in the week. Um, One of the things, this was not an official pick, but one of the things that you had said to us was bet Kansas City third quarter if that's available to you. Because you said Andy Reid and his halftime adjustments are just unparalleled. You handicapped that game perfectly. I'm guessing the game played out the way that you had expected, which is maybe Philadelphia has the lead going into halftime. Kansas City gets it together in the second half. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. I should have had a more successful Super Bowl from a live betting perspective because typically for me, whenever Kansas City goes down, they're almost auto live bet. Like you, you've seen that now Mahomes is 14 and 10 in his career when trailing by double digits in a game, which is just absurd. But the problem was Mahomes got hurt before the half. So we had no idea if that was going to be a lasting impactful injury in the second half. It didn't obviously matter in the final you know, of the game with Kansas City scoring three straight touchdowns coming out of the of halftime there. So I should have done better, honestly, probably should have. Um, bet Kansas City live in game and, and stuck to my own advice. But I did have Kansas City minus a half in the third quarter from a 
pregame bet as well. Uh, overall, good Super Bowl. Solid game to watch as a neutral fan. Won most of my bets, so hard to complain. But yeah, I mean, that that's just like one of those that's a missed opportunity, Mark. Well, here are the ones that he gave us, if you weren't listening last week. He gave us Jarek McKinnon, over 20 and a half receiving yards. He ended with 15, so that was a loss. Mm-hmm. Gave us A.J. Brown, over 70 and a half receiving yards. He ended with 96. That was a win. Patrick Mahomes, he said, take the under on passing yards. We didn't do it. I, I couldn't pull the trigger on that. And he was under by a mile. You nailed that one. You had Jalen Hurts, anytime TD. I mean, I wish I had that. 50, I, I wish I had it for every TD that he scored. And another one that you handicapped perfectly, which was you said when it gets down into the red zone and really from, you know, four, three, two, one yards out, Jalen Hurts is the offense. And that's exactly what we all saw on Sunday. So you nailed that bet. And then the other two you had was Hurts to throw an INT and Mahomes to throw an INT. And I actually thought we might get it on the final play of the game when Hurts heaved that. Had he gotten a little bit of more air under that, I think we get our interception there. I think so as well. I think he just slipped. But I will say, and this, you know, this is on me. I'm handicapping the games. You have to know everything that's going to be going on with the game. Had I known the field conditions were going to be so bad, it really affected the pass rush for both teams. Um, We saw this when Buffalo played Cincinnati earlier in the playoffs where it was snowing throughout the game. They couldn't get their footing. Defensive linemen were just slipping all over the place throughout the entirety of the game. And if you can't get a pass rush, that's going to mitigate the chances of interceptions happening as well. So wish I had known that. I don't know. Like they grew this Although, field how for would two you know years. That? Like, well, I mean, everything before the game was like they they've artificially like they they've had the all these botanists in and they've grown this grass for the last two years. And it's like they spent eight hundred thousand dollars on the grass for this Super Bowl. And it's the worst grass in the history of of humanity i mean maybe the paint had something to do with it i don't know but no one could find traction and that kind of killed the interceptions bets uh unfortunately because no no team could get home both both pocket passers basically had as much time as they wanted yeah it said to uh solana and crowder this week i said you know what i think the nfl learns a lesson there which is don't release all these stories about how uh ingenious the turf is till after the game just release the story after the game because then you don't end up with egg on your face. You're always supposed to undersell yourself. Yeah. You never yeah. oversell. That just leads to to bad expectations from people. Completely agree. Horrible PR move by the NFL. That that kind of stuff, you got you got to undersell yourself. That like it's just common sense. Do you uh do you get the same cuz you know how much money is spent on commercials for the Super Bowl that is the uh the the prime real estate when it comes to advertising in the US. Do you do they run those commercials? Obviously, you get different commercials because you're not watching it on the American broadcast. Um, do you get different commercials, but do they show you like do you get to see all these uh, wild commercials or no? So I see them the next day. I used to go out of my way to watch the American broadcast for the Super Bowl. So I would get the commercials. And then after three or four years, I'm like, these commercials stink. Why am I doing this? Because the game is ends up being delayed 30 seconds for me if I'm watching the U.S. stream. Oh. So I basically just got back to the, the, the Canada commercials and I watch the, the good ones the next day. I was a big fan of the Breaking Bad commercial, that was uh, good. which I, I love the show. So I thought that was really good. What a letdown on this Gronk kick of destiny. Oh! 
like they're there. First of all, I bet on Gronk to make that kick. So I'm, I'm a little bit sour in, in terms of, but horrendous. I, I, again, I'm the idiot here because I thought for some reason, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought Gronk was just going to come out on the field. Everyone and, thought it and kick a 25 yard field goal off a tee. And instead they cut to this live shot live in quotations obviously not live and I thought it went in first but I I still couldn't believe what I had like I sat in silence with everybody that watched that game with me for like two minutes just like what did we just witness did this actually happen yeah reality I I uh you know we went to the all-star Friday night and when Solana and I were walking out I said we never talk about this again because it was a terrible live event. It is so made for TV. It's a terrible live event. Um, that Gronk kick, first of all, everyone expected the same thing, which is what? The Dr. Pepper halftime during the bowl games where they trot out the kids and they're doing the chest passes to try to win scholarships. Like for whatever reason, we all had the same thing in our head, which was he was going to walk out on the field at halftime and have to boot a field goal and there was going to be some excitement about it. So it wasn't there. And then, like you say, they write live up on the TV. It is so obviously not live. It almost looks like it's done in a studio. It doesn't even look like it's on a football field. It's so narrow. You'd think because there's a lot of money on the line that they'd have myriad angles. And you'd think this was the part that blew me away. With the amount of money and and the amount of excitement that they generated leading up to that, You'd think they'd buy a minute or two minutes and have a little pregame, postgame, a couple of replays. I think they bought like 15 seconds to air that thing. It was one of the biggest letdowns. I'll tell you, it was a bigger letdown. I don't know if you saw the M&M's commercial with Maya Rudolph. It's one of the worst, most unfunny commercials I've ever seen. That Gronk thing was a disaster, though. It did feel like it was CGI'd. Like, yeah. I, I, I've never seen a 25-yard field goal like curve is and, and people were like oh it's really windy in arizona now i'm like no i'm not buying this they did have one alternate angle which they released on like the FanDuel twitter account which showed that it did miss but it was like like you said mark it was 15 seconds i was confused i i i'm like is this Weird. the kick is this actually the kick that they spent months hyping up on top of that I think that Gronk should never get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame after this. Like <laughs> there has you, to be repercussions from this. I'm with you. If you are a, a professional athlete and you cannot kick a 25-yard field goal after practicing for months, I'm sorry. Gronk, great career as a tight end. Arguably the best tight end to ever play. But see you later. You should be ineligible at that. Right, because everything you've done on a football field has to count. And, and that, you know, that was a football field or a studio or something, but that has to count. It's, it's the hall of fame is reserved for the best of the best and whatever he accomplished over the course of his career, completely ruined by not being able to kick. You can pull like people off the street now to kick 25 yard field goals. And they would go with no one rushing them off of a tee. And these people will go like 50% on average. And this is a, an athlete, a professional athlete who's conquered base. Like he, one of my friends played college baseball against him and like was a pitcher and Gronk took him yard a couple of times. Like he was a great baseball player and then football player, but 25 yard field goal. That's, that's just like a reputation ruiner. And just to be part of this entire quote unquote spectacle, which it wasn't by the way, uh, I think is also just deserving of like completely 
it was bad enough that Gronk is doing like these commercials where he's trying to basically like steal money from veterans and stuff, like calling the insurance company, like complete <laughs> committing fraud, basically. But now right. this kick thing, I'm done with Gronk, basically. Yeah. So Lonnie, I see you nodding your head on the 25 yard field goal. I know with your irrational confidence, you believe you could have hit that. Rob, I go nine of 10. There's no doubt about it. But I will say I didn't watch that live. And when I watched the replay, I thought it went in. And then I read all about the controversy. I think uh, it was FanDuel, right? Like every or uh, yeah, FanDuel. I think they ended up like having some sort of silver lining where like everybody just got paid out 5 bucks or something like that if you if you had to make it. But there are people who bet legit money in their yeah. own sports book on it, right? Cuz Rob, weren't you like you didn't have to bet on their sports book, like you could bet on the Gronk kick. So here's what I did. I bet I parlayed Gronk to make his kick with both teams to win the game, two separate parlays, because it paid better. The odds were better to do that. So I just, right. I needed you him. You figured to it was a kick. sure thing. One of the teams is obviously going to win, and he's for sure going to make like, this field goal. This guy's got to be 95%. Like, he's not going to, but I thought he was going to kick in the stadium. He wasn't going to embarrass himself in front of every, like, like he's going hard to make this kick. And I, I, we, you know, I'm not joking. I'm, I'm with a group of guys that it's dead silence for a minute. Everyone's trying to process what's happened here. And then we're like, do we continue watching? Like, we're like, did he make this kick? Everyone's like, I think that kick went in. So we missed about three minutes of the game, rewinding just to watch slow motions. And I I swear the ball disappeared behind the upright. I watched this over and over. I'm like, what is happening? Until they showed this alternate angle on... And this is now, like, I'm getting into conspiracy territory where I don't want to be here right now. I, I'm not that guy, like, asking for refunds. This player got hurt. Pay me back my money, whatever. Like, but I don't know what happened here. Like, it, it's not adding up. The, 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 the angles do not add up to me. Yeah, and you don't put yourself on the line for that to happen. But the weird thing is, if you would put money on it, obviously, and you think that it kind of went in, then they start shooting off fireworks. And they all rush him. And and so, like, you're like, well, what would have happened if he missed? Because you're like, it has to have gone in. And then you're like, wait a second. That celebration is because he missed it? Like, what? Like it was so confusing. I'm glad you brought that up. We hadn't talked about that all week. Why were they blowing off fireworks? I I, I don't know what happened. There's so many things. You know, one of, one of my friends pointed out that he didn't see the ball land. And when we kept watching it over and over, the ball looks like it's just disappeared. I, I don't I don't know what happened here. I honestly don't know. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy and like the you know, people who think that they faked the moon landing in a studio or whatever. But this seemed like it was in a studio. Like it almost it looked, did. It it looked so fake. And I don't know. We're I guess we're talking about it. So FanDuel's getting their value out of it. But they'll never do that again that way. Uh, that I way. Mean, no chance. There was already one sports book that did like the, the points bet did the Drew Brees lightning strike stuff earlier this year, which I don't know if you guys saw that, but yeah. that was pr- arguably the worst campaign marketing <laughs> campaign for a sports book of all time. It's now been topped. FanDuel has now topped it. Like <laughs> forget a bunch of Drew Brees though. fake getting yeah. hit by lightning. Whoever thought that was a good idea, I don't know. But this whole Gronk kick, which they they just promoted for months on end to end with a 15 second like head scratcher and like I I don't know. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh Rob Bizola again you can follow him on Twitter at Rob Bizola. Uh we don't have much. I just wanted to bring you on and talk about the uh the Super Bowl and how the prop bets look. But the Panthers are in Washington tonight. No Ovechkin 
for the Caps. I think I saw Panthers at a, a minus 120 favorite. Do you have anything on the Panthers game tonight? So I do, but I'm I'm kind of going off the board with what I bet on the Panthers game tonight. So I'll, I'll start with with the main things for Washington has a bunch of injuries. Ovechkin's father passed away. He's flown back home to, to deal with that. Tom Wilson's probably not back in the lineup. He's getting close. They have a few other players that are out. So Washington's pretty depleted team. For Florida, though, Sam Bennett is out for tonight's game. He got banged up when they lost 6-2 to the Blues. And typically, whenever I see someone get banged up I out of the lineup, it's who is going to replace that person in the lineup. So who's moving into Sam Bennett's second-line center spot? It's E2 I can't pronounce the name. Losterinen. or Losterinen, however it's said. And he's still priced the same way to score a goal as he was in previous games. So pretty much any sports book on the planet, you can get Losterinen to score a goal at 4-1 to tonight, which I really like when you consider the fact that he's playing alongside Kachuk and Verhage, and he'll probably get some power play time as well. So I have a prop bet on him to score at 4-1. to I've also bet him to score the first goal of the game at 25 to 1 and the last goal of the game at 25 to 1 as well. So that's going to be my rooting interest for tonight. The Etu Losterinen game, Florida. This is great. I mean, this guy goes deep. The Etu Losterinen game tonight in Washington. And the Panthers need this one so bad, Rob. You know what? It, so if I had to bet the game, I would bet the under tonight. Because this is going to feel like a playoff game. Obviously, these teams matched up in the playoffs last year. But this is Florida basically chasing Washington for that last wildcard spot. It's going to be a very tight game, in my opinion. And typically, when you get these tight games late in the regular season, all these games you know, may have an impact. You tend to see teams play a little bit tighter, defensive-minded. Bobrovsky's played great since the All-Star break. He's been really good since he's come back. Um, I, I, I think the – you know – I think the total's a little bit too high. It's always scary with Florida games. Like it could go off the rails in any single Panthers game. But if I was going to bet it, I, I I have a marginal lean towards the under in the game. All right, there you go. Rob Bizzola, follow him on Twitter, at Rob Bizzola. You have anything for him, Solana? I do actually, Rob. I know it's because I'm a heat homer, but Tyler Hero to win the three-point shooting contest. He's at plus 600 right now. He's tied with... Uh, I think it's um, Halliburton for the longest odds. Loves the spotlight. I just like the idea of Hero. Like, do you think there's actual value there? Is there any chance he could win this? I think everyone in the lineup can win it. I mean, typically speaking, around the All-Star game, I don't think that, uh, like, I'm the, I'm not the right guy that's going to handicap this. I basically go through and say, okay, three-point competition, who's the longest shot on the board? I know this guy can make threes. I'm going to bet him for a rooting interest. Dunk contest? Like, the dunk contest odds every, every year are skewed heavily towards one player. We don't know what these guys are going to do. There's Some of these guys have been practicing dunks for a year and a half that they're going to break out in these competitions. So, for me, it's just, like, find a long shot and bet it. Um, I, I don't you – know, that's why I bet the home run derby in baseball. Give yourself a rooting interest that, that pays, like, a, a big parlay, basically. We were talking about it yesterday with Crowder. There's a white guy in the dunk contest and uh, Mac McClung, and, and he's the biggest long shot. And I think the white guys are going to get graded on a curve because if you do something great in the dunk contest, <laughs> people go, oh, and he's white. And so I think he's worth a flyer. 
I mean, possibly. You have to look at the judges as well for these competitions. Carl I guess, Malone, for... he loves white people. I, I mean, <laughs> all right. I mean, it could be one of those situations, though, where he, you know, he's impressed by what a white man can do. You're, you're right. Maybe this guy looks like he doesn't have the hops, and then all of a sudden, um, that's an interesting angle, Mark. I, I can't say that I've thought of that angle, but I will bet him, and I will credit you with the victory if it comes through. I think we should start doing this. I think we should start basing a lot of our bets on race. How do you think that'll go over? I think as long as you don't tweet it. <laughs> It's it's I don't know what the listenership is on this show. Yeah, they re-signed you, you Crowder, to a contract recently. It's got to be decent. It's got to be decent listenership. So one would think. I don't. You might actually already be canceled, but (laughs) by the time this show, we're trying to go under the radar. But I don't think I'm going to end up being under the radar if I talk about using race as a. uh, Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm going out like Jimmy the Greek here. I would steer. (laughs) I would steer clear of that one for sure. I actually have to. One more thing. I don't. In terms of timing, I have to tell you the Super Bowl prop bet that I lost a ton of money on, which you'll die of laughter for this one. So I lost. I'm not scared to to, to say this. I lost $18,000 on this bet, okay? Ooh! Which was no kick in the Super Bowl to hit an upright at minus oh my God. 550. Oh, my God. And Harrison at What, what was it? Minus, minus 550. Holy okay? mackerel. That was the first field goal attempt. It was the first one. It was Harrison Butker. It just, I could see it right off his foot like it was just curving and curving towards that upright um so let you know listen i still won money on the super bowl because i bet my god yes jalen hurts first touchdown eight to one jalen hurts last touchdown eight to one both of those cashed so that saved me from that disastrous minus 550 but imagine losing that type of bet and like trying to sleep at night basically oh my god that is that is that like like that sucks the life out of me because we had both teams to hit a 32 plus yard field goal in the Mm. game and i think that was i don't even know if it was minus or plus it was probably plus something um but we had that and when harrison butker missed that i said you know i turned to my wife i'm like oh that's gonna kill that bet because and then you know um Who's the Eagles kicker? Because you do someone give us a prop Jake on Elliott. him. Yeah, Jake Elliott. He he kicked one, and and we never got that Butker one back. I cannot believe that you had no clank, and he clanked it on the first field goal attempt. So for me, it's always probabilities, right? And if you're betting minus five fifty is roughly eighty five percent. So I'm looking at these odds, and I'm like, there is no way that 15% of the time in a game, someone is hitting an upright. Like it's probably closer to 5%. But what you have had happen is in like four of the last six Super Bowls, an upright has been hit. So the everyone wants to bet this. They think that this is like some, so people are taking like three to one, four to one, horrible odds, horrible, horrible bets, which all won by the way, but horrible, horrible bets. And I'm here, great number absolutely great bet wrong result oh my god is that painful solana i mean you almost fell out of your chair that is i i can't imagine the enormity of that bet first of all rob we lost that bet on the field goals that hawk just mentioned and i despise harrison butker but we lost like 50 bucks each yeah right 
I don't know what I would do if I lost $18,000 because he hit the What upgrade. a way, though, to watch every field goal, to have that amount of money on it, and all you're rooting for is for it not to hit an upright. I mean, it's, a, it's an unbelievable way to have skin in the game on field goals. And like you said, most of the time, it's not going to hit the upright, but you do get that feeling of being alive while it's happening. I cannot imagine your reaction when that clanked. Well, I mean, listen, there, there's there's people that have suffered way worse, right? There was there was a Super Bowl where you could bet, like, no safety at minus 2,000, and a lot of people lost that. And then the next year, the odds became even better because everyone wanted to bet that there was going to be a safety. So the next year, you could bet, like, minus 1,000 on no safety, which is a great, great price. And there was a safety in back-to-back Super Bowls. I think it was the Broncos and Seahawks. One where the, the first play was a safety of the yeah. game because got snapped over Russell Wilson's head. And then the following Super Bowl, there was also a safety. So there's been way worse than that. But like I I win bets like that. I bet Hassan Reddick not to win MVP. Forty-eight thousand dollars to win two thousand. He's not <laughs> he was not gonna win MVP. Like he's gonna have to have three sacks in the game and a touchdown. Like it's not gonna happen. <laughs> And it's, it's a winner. So, like, I, I'm not scared of those types of bets if I think it's a very valuable bet. Right. Every now and then I'll see that on social media where, you know, like, BetMGM just took this bet, you know, and it's $116,000 to to win $3,500. And I'm like, good Lord. Well, good. Congratulations on Hassan Reddick not winning. He, he did not MVP. win the MVP. But that that kick hitting the upright. And listen, when when you make those types of bets and, like, your friends know – it's very uncomfortable, right? I bet. Because I'm just there and like, I'm like, I'm basically calling it like it's going to happen, but I'm, I'm saying it because you will kind of want to make yourself feel better. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I called it to happen. I'm like, yeah. I'm like knowing my luck, Butker's going to hit the upright on this field goal. Boom. Snap. Hits the upright. This is like a quiet pause for like 10 seconds. We all had a good laugh about it afterwards, but um, yeah. I <laughs> a mean, laugh. Dude, like, I had that a good was cry. the loudest clank too. Like it was like it wasn't even like up for debate. Yeah. Like it was oh, such yeah. a loud clank. It's like they had forty microphones. <laughs> yes. that uh, I, I'll never forget it. But yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> unbelievable! What a great story. All right, there you go, Rob Pizzola. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Pizzola. Thank you for making time for us, Rob. All right, guys. Good luck with your bets. Let's. This week. let's uh, yeah, good luck with that two Losterine in tonight. That's let's all. Let's go. Now I gotta watch the game. All I'm going to be doing is following Andrew Lowe's to read it. First right. goal or last. Let's get it. There you go. Rob Bizzola. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, guys. Take a uh, quick break. Come back with more Hockman and Crowder. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm pretty sure if I was on a plane that was going down, I could land it. Hawk and Crowder.